Hello, and welcome to the Real Talk with Tamara podcast. I'm Tamara, a photographer and creative director for beauty, wellness, and lifestyle brands and professionals, and your host of Real Talk with Tamara. So this podcast covers actionable, down-to-earth business and lifestyle advice for creative entrepreneurs who aspire to make an impact in their communities while keeping it real, of course. A little housekeeping before we get into it. Please follow or subscribe on iTunes. And comments are currency, so please leave a comment. You may just get a shout out on an upcoming episode. So this is a special episode of the Real Talk with Tamara podcast. I am chatting with one of my mastermind alums, Shakira Hunt, who is a branding and lifestyle photographer and interior designer from Delaware. We talked about her experience during and after the program, as well as what she was struggling with before signing up. And what's so funny is we actually started following each other a year ago. Um, And so it's been really great to see her growth um, during and after. And also at the end of the episode or close to the end of the episode, we got really, really personal um, sharing just our experiences, not only being entrepreneurs, but women entrepreneurs and the things that we have to deal with when we are single or if we are in relationships that transition into us becoming single and having to now be responsible um, solely for our livelihood. Um, So definitely sit down, get a cup of tea, and enjoy this episode with the lovely Shakira. Hi, Shakira. Hi, Tamara. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. How about you? I'm good. Um, So thank you so much for, for taking the time to chatting with me about your experience and the PhotoBiz Accelerator, which will be changing to a new name. I wanted to just use this opportunity for audiences just to hear from students that I have seen grow exponentially really since doing the program. But first, I wanted you to just introduce yourself and just tell people who you are and what you do. Sure. So hello and welcome. Thank you for welcoming me, actually. Um, I am a, um, first off, I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. My name is Shakira Hunt, and I am a branding and lifestyle photographer here in Wilmington. I also have a background in interior design. And over the last year, I took the plunge into full-time freelance, where I provide both photography and design services to my clients. Yes. And we're going to get into how the program, like what you learned, spilled over not only into photography, but also into your interior design business. Right. We'd love to hear, you know, prior to joining the program, like what were you struggling with? And also to just remind folks how we met, which I think was literally on the gram, if I'm not (laughs) mistaken. Yeah. Um, But yeah, share your experience. So I actually started um, following you. Um, I'm not quite sure. I don't even remember how I came yeah. across Yeah. Actually, I do. I remember seeing that you had photographed at Fearless Con last year or like two years prior. And so I said, oh, who's this boss babe? Like doing these big things. And 
just out here doing all of the good things. And I started following you from there. Um, and I, I just kind of like caught the wave of Tamara and all things like structure and just being on top of all of, you know, your priorities. And I, I really admired that. And this was like at the beginning of my journey of um, not even fully jumping into freelance because I had followed you while I was still working full time and trying to really understand how this transition was going to look. Um, and at the very beginning of the year, I remember seeing something and seeing things that you had shared about understanding your worth and your value to not just yourself, but illustrating that for your clients. And so what that looked like to me was, you know, not lowballing myself in terms of cost and not overworking, you know, just trying to get the number of projects and understanding that there's much more value in um, niching down into the type of work and service that you do as opposed to being the jack of all trades, which, you know, we all kind of have to experience to really understand what we like. Um, and so I had experienced that. And so I really wanted to focus and niche down on what are the specific things that I enjoy doing? What are the types of projects that I can see, you know, for myself? And how do I, how do I start to manifest those types of things so that they start coming to me? And then they started happening. Mm. Um, and so I just kind of went from there. Um, as for the, the price structuring and like knowing what to, to pay, you know, to charge for specific projects. I also took that as a learning lesson because I think you had said, um, you know, figure out what you need to make in a month and then base your project value off of, you know, what you need to sustain as a creative, as a person, just like, you know, in your daily life. And so that I really took that as a, a big lesson for me because it wasn't about just taking the projects just because it was being intentional. And then also knowing, oh, I actually have to make a living with this if it's going to work full time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and also just, just to clarify, because I don't know if Melissa listens to the podcast and Melissa of uh, the creator of Fearless Con, but I was a speaker. I wasn't shooting. I don't oh, want right, anyone. Right. I don't want no one to like come back to <laughs> me and be right. like, oh, but Brie was one of the photographers. Brie Furlong. Yeah. I should follow her. She's really amazing. But yes, I was a speaker at Fearless Con in, in 2018. Yeah, yeah, 20, 2018. So last year. Last year, oh my God, so crazy. And yeah, I, I remember you mentioning that because I remember when I did the webinar and I, and I said, okay, let's say if your, you know, your annual income goal is 60 grand and let's say you broke yeah. it up 5,000 a month, just, just for a simple, for a simple example, how many projects would you need to do in order to get to that five grand that and keep right. in mind, you know, that's the same number of hours per project, you know, same level of detail, same level of customer experience, in addition to, you know, paying your bills, in addition to living a life outside of your work. And, and that is a real example. It's simple. Yeah. But it's a real example to just say, do you really want to be working every day of, of the month in order to get to five grand, which, right. you know, some sales coaches are like five grand is minimum. I'm like, look, you know, as a small business, be yeah. proud of whatever you bring in, but you want to make totally. sure that you are not stressing out just to get it. Yeah. You kind of have already answered this question already. What made you decide or like, what was 
the deciding factor? And I think you kind of talked about it a little bit, like when it comes to like pricing and, and things of that nature. Yeah, it the deciding factor was, um, I mean, at this point, I am six months into freelance. Mm-hmm. And for the first couple of months throughout in the year, like the first maybe three to four months, I actually spent time really just like kind of experimenting with different things. Um, not, I had done the experimented, experimentation side of photography, just like learning what types of projects I like to do. Mm-hmm. But I really just started to connect with all sorts of different people, creatives, other entrepreneurs, and started to establish the consistent type of work that I wanted to attract. And so I spent like maybe the first four months doing so, and then literally jumping into early spring or early summer, like end of spring, early summer, um, I was able to contract a project that I, you know, had appropriately priced, um, (laughs) which now thinking could be a little bit on the low side, but I felt was, you know, worth that money. And I just kind of went for it without hesitation and was received. And so that gave me the confidence to say, okay, I can actually, you know, put things at an appropriate level and be paid my worth (laughs) and, and people see the value in that. And that's what, again, gave me the confidence to push forward in that direction. And so I started to continue, you know, contracting with, um, you know, these specific brands and just wanting to, and almost getting into like specifically working with women businesses, which has been kind of nice to see like that pattern. Um, not limited to just yet, but most of my clients are women owned businesses. Um, and I enjoy working with them. Um, but I think the catalyst was really just wanting to sustain structure with my day to day because it was so different working full time, having the consistency of an everyday nine to five, obviously the consistency of money, but I was not happy. And so jumping into freelance full time, I had to really redevelop what my day to day looked like. And it was all over the place. I really didn't have the structure. I, I tried to honor and respect like how I personally work and, Mm -hmm. and knowing that I'm most productive at night. So I am naturally a night owl but then had to kind of respond to the rest of the world with being up at 9 a.m. So it really was putting a lot of strain on my body. And I took this, um, took your class as an opportunity to say, all right, really dive deep into like where you are productive versus when you need to rest versus how you can be there for your clients and, and just redevelop a nice schedule. Yeah. On top of the cost thing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's something actually, um, leading up to the next question about your experience during the program because I remember during one of our calls you said you know this sounds really great but I work at night Mm -hmm. but I also like I have a fiance at home and sometimes I'm working till three o'clock at night and then I said to you well you don't necessarily have to work every night but if you know that you want to try and have a work-life balance Maybe you dedicate maybe two nights out of the week where you are working late at night so that the people in your life that you want to still stay connected to, um, they don't feel like they're being neglected, especially when you're living under the same roof with that person. Yeah, Um, that was definitely a struggle. Um, And we did talk about like how that was a struggle and, and that I was like, you know, being too much of a night owl, like just trying to think, okay, well, the work is the work. I got to get it done. 
Mm -hmm. But no, I can also have balance and that is okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have a cutoff period and, you know, not have to feel obligated to respond to someone right away and just, you know, respecting my time a lot more. And I definitely think even going forward, like after the program, I have absolutely implemented that and have respected that much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see that um, <laughs> for sure. Um, going backwards a little bit before saying how your experience was after. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. A, aside from like having that like conversation about, you know, maybe it is about scaling back and not working every night till dusk, pretty much. Right. What were any other like light bulb moments or like were there any objections or hesitations during the program that you felt like oh man like this limited belief or you know I have done this this way like like how can I like let this go so that I can live a more blissful and at ease life in my for my business to be honest i don't know that i hit any crazy objections with the program there are really many I, I didn't really come across anything that i didn't feel aligned with mm. partially because i was totally aligned with what you were doing and like supportive of how you were just putting all of your experiences directly on the table for all of us to just pick up and learn so that we didn't really have to fall into a lot of the ways in which you know, you struggled personally to get to this point. So I, I don't really know that I had any crazy objection. I swear if I think of anything, like I'll throw them your way, but yeah, I really please, don't you know. know. <laughs> I think the, the timing of the program was appropriate. You know, we met once a week and we all kind of just shared our experiences and the content that we reviewed week, weeks prior. And that worked for me. It worked for our schedules collectively. Um, uh, just trying to think bumps in the road, maybe like, (laughs) um, I think maybe it was just coming to like the reality of knowing what my, what I needed to make in a month to, for my income. Mm. Uh, and then realizing, uh, I guess, pain points, I'll say them as pain points, real points of realization of wow Shakira you like collectively I need to work and develop these things and I know that that's going to take time like doing the website audit mm-hmm. with Emma Rose agency yeah, with Tiffany, with Tiffany. Yeah. So yeah that was such a huge eye-opener for me because you know we spend a lot of time as creatives you know sometimes our things aren't good enough and so we can work at them forever and initially just getting my website up to a point where it was live and just worked for the time frame was so satisfying in that moment of just getting it done but then to really go back and dive into how is someone receiving this information effectively mm-hmm. so that they can translate into potential clients like that was huge for me and it's something that has just been on my radar of priority like since then and it's been months now so it's like all right i know going into this new year like i have got to shift you know shift how I'm, you know, illustrating things, cost structures, not showing services that I don't want to attract, like all of that stuff matters. So I think that was like, not bumps, but like good pain points to like a realization. Yeah, because we're not in business to do things that we hate to do. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the example that I, that I share with every 
ground, like in the mm-hmm. very beginning, like when we, when we talk about mindset and I'm like, y'all, I could do social media management, but it's not my ministry. It's right. Not, right. And so like, yeah, I can do it. I, yes. It was 40% of my income the year before, mm-hmm. but I can't like, it is not where my heart is. And right. like having that really honest conversation to be like, okay, if I drop this source of income, what do I need to do to not only make that, yeah, but then have a realistic income so that I can eat every day? This episode of the Real Talk with Tamara podcast is brought to you by the Alignment Mastermind, an eight-week program for service-based business owners who want to go from burnout to bliss in their business. Look, I know there are a lot of amazing, talented entrepreneurs out there, and maybe you're one of them. You could have had several years of experience, but you may still run into these issues. You lack organization and a workflow to help you manage your clients. You occasionally experience anxiety from not having enough clients or making enough money, and you're still running your business like a hobby. Trust me, I've been there. I remember staying up late experiencing major anxiety, doing random Google searches, trying to find the best prices to charge and which programs to use to run my business, and wondering if I should just give up and put my resume on Indeed.com or get a full-time job doing social media management, which y'all, that is not my ministry. Yeah, it was tough, but I knew there was something better. And trust me, there is better. So imagine with me for a second, not feeling anxiety because you're consistently booking with your ideal clients at higher rates. You're implementing organized and automated workflows so you can work smarter, not harder in your business and having more control of how you actually spend your day while doing the work that you love. With the Alignment Mastermind, I'm sharing the proven tools and skills to help build your clientele in your niche, implement an organized workflow, and increase your prices confidently during this eight-week program. As one student put it, it was the swift kick in the peach she needed. I launched the program in May 2018, and I'm bringing it back for round four. Yes, round four. So if you want to learn more, visit bit.ly alignment underscore mastermind to read about past students' experiences and the program content. And in a few weeks, I'll be hosting a free masterclass where I'm sharing the three behaviors that took me from burnout to bliss in my own business. Visit bit.ly burnout to bliss masterclass to sign up. Doors open soon, so you don't want to miss out. Make 2020 the year you build a business doing what you love. All right, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also like, I'm so happy you brought up the, the website audit because that was definitely a game changer even for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so t- Tiffany, Tiffany Tolliver, who is the creator of Emma Rose agency, shout out to her yeah. for even, um, uh, offering her time to do this. It, 
it was so amazing because as you said, you know, we have these websites and sometimes that's like half the battle because a lot of people are afraid to present, you know, their talents to the world, let alone on the world wide web. Mm -hmm. And, and that, however, is half the battle. Like the other half is making sure that it effectively communicates on your behalf. And so having her do the website audit for the members during round two was amazing. And it was so good. I actually, I kept it in, in the content. So like people mm-hmm. can always look at it because that information is relevant for any and everyone yeah. who goes forward into this program, how to communicate effectively. Like, you know, your value, you know, your worth, but how can you communicate that? How can you translate that to your client? Because that usually is sometimes the missing piece for a lot of people. And that does require having structure and having systems in place. So thank you for sharing that. And Tiffany, absolutely, you're the bomb. So then what has been your experience after? And also I want you, when you share your experience specifically, because mm-hmm. I know not only do you do photography, you also do interior design. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really great for you to have been able to to combine those two and into your business and I see mm-hmm. all the amazing projects that you're doing so so what's been happening since yeah so so post um the program I have really you know taken a deep dive into my cost structure understanding my value a lot more um and just communicating that through pitching through proposal writing um the pitching piece was also a really, really valuable, um, you know, lesson that I learned in your in your program because it was really just you communicating how important it is to just get on the phone um, directly after the the program. I started setting up these discovery calls, and I know we like got into a thing of like, what should I call it? Can it be called a discovery call? Because I don't want to like you know <laughs> universal word because I don't want to steal nobody's like thing. But um, it, it became so effective uh, just having conversation. It wasn't really me selling, but it was really just about me offering what I can do to serve that person. And, and then the next step was to, you know, send them a proposal. And it was in their hands. Um, and some of those, you know, discovery calls directly translated into new clients and work. And so that was really like a huge eye opener for me because it was something I hadn't tapped in, into before your program. Um, and it's, it's something that I, I try to keep up with and sharing via social media, like putting the blast out that, Hey, I'm doing this. I know I still have a lot more work to do with like, um, you know, collecting an email list and communicating that way. But I definitely have learned like, wow, even these short months, all I have to do is just jump on a call with someone and people have started to, you know, schedule their discovery calls even into the new year, which is fantastic. So um huge takeaway on that end but really um you know i have started to understand like i said how to price certain things a lot better um and then just kind of giving an overall like here's the general but then let's talk about the specifics and then just kind of going from there um and then of course just um honoring my time a lot more with time management it's still a struggle it's always going to be a challenge because I'm only the first year into this. And I feel like thus far, 
it's been great, but I, I know I need to tweak and, and rework things, but, you know, redeveloping what my day looks like and just taking my time with the things that deserve it and then putting the things that I don't need to focus on on the back burner or saving it for another time to dig into. For the interiors side of things, you had asked, you know, how the Photo Biz Accelerator kind of, you know, showed up in ways for this other service. I am still very much in the midst of learning how to truly combine both services because they are so different and so distinct. Yeah. And it is so difficult to really um, offer both. There's, there's only been two projects thus far that have used both or have infused. And so I'm really learning who specifically I'm trying to attract, what that client profile looks like um, that has understood the value and interior styling and then also using that as a way to rebrand themselves needing the branding imagery and so that's where the photography comes in Mm -hmm. so I have worked with a few clients that have used both which is fantastic but I still have you know photography clients and then design clients um and I'm, I'm still learning how to bridge that gap I'm actually taking a business plan competition um, and actually just went through a series of workshops through my alma mater. And um, it's been fantastic. A lot of the same content that I learned from you showed right up in that same competition workshop. And so I'm just trying to infuse them together. That's amazing. And mm-hmm. also too, I want to just share in terms of the fact that you offer two different services because yeah. I do talk about in the program about niching down. Uh-huh. And that can just be like one to two things, right? Yeah. So really more so like deepening your services like depth as opposed to breadth, which is what tends to happen yeah. when you are yeah. starting out in business. Yeah. You feel like you need to offer all of the things and it's like, no, <laughs> you're just going to stress yourself out. Like, yes, yeah. there is a, there's a time of exploration, like you said, mm-hmm. but then eventually you start to realize okay, this is, this is where my heart is gravitating towards. Yeah. And then to speak to the fact of you saying not meshing and trying not to make this a business call, but, or like a consultation. Yeah, yeah. But I think from what I hear is that you're able with the content to use it in a way to understand who your interior client is versus who your photography client is, right? Yeah. So like, even if you're not upselling, which is what you're doing, which is great. So you're, mm-hmm. you're pretty much upselling people. Like when you are working with them in the interiors and you're yeah. saying, Hey, you need elevated photography. So now you're literally upselling, which we didn't talk about, at right. but that's amazing that you're yeah, doing yeah. that, <laughs> but you're, but you're understanding too, that there's two different clients. And so how am I able to communicate to both without confusing the two? Right. So you're, you're doing exactly like you are, you're learning in real time and you're implementing in real time, which is like, you're not experiencing analysis or yeah, analysis paralysis. You are doing it in real time, which makes me really happy. Yeah. And so with that being said, and these are the last two questions. So now that you like have found structure and time management like that, honestly, everyone's trying to manage their time. So like that, I think that's a forever learning, evolving thing based off of whatever is on your plate in the season that you're in. Yeah. Um, 
but now that you are like streamlining, you're ordering and organizing your business in a way where you are honoring your time, you know, how, how do you feel? Like, what is that giving you more time to do? I see what you do on the gram. <laughs> well, like, what has that given you more time to do? Um, it's giving me more time to really connect with the community. And then also, so like it, here in Wilmington, I mean, it's a very small, relatively small community compared to some of the larger cities. Um, but we're kind of in the middle of all of it. We're close to DC, we're close to Philly, we can get to New York, all relatively easy and at a good time. Um, but what that has done is leave, left me with pockets of time where I can explore um, the exhibition side of how to show my work, um, which I kind of tapped into also like at that like springtime, early summer stage with um, just going and participating in some of the local galleries and displaying work, which was huge and vending and learning how to sell my work that is printed material as opposed to a service type. So that's been interesting and, um, and just experimentation with that and, and having like an inventory of prints and really just learning through that process. Um, it's left me with those, it, those moments of time where I can dig a little bit deeper into that, which in turn is another level of networking um, and income potentially. I would say that, and then of course, you know, being a little bit more intentional with how I spend my day, taking time for myself in the morning, as opposed to like going straight to my phone or straight to my emails and like digging into that. First thing, you know, I, I try to, I have a dog and I love spending time with her, but I feel like sometimes I was, you know, just kind of getting wrapped up in the rat race of things that I really wasn't spending time with her. So I'm intentional about first thing, we're going to go for a nice walk around the neighborhood <laughs> mm -hmm. and, you know, just get some fresh air together and, um, you know, nice little walk in. And then we come back and I make my coffee and some breakfast if I have the time to. And, um, and then I'll dig into things. And so just, just kind of honoring those moments. Yeah, I love that. The last question. Mm -hmm. So, so what advice would you give someone who's considering joining the program? To join, like literally don't even think about it. It shouldn't even be an afterthought. Just do it. Um, I absolutely found so, I mean, it, first of all, the cost, you were so reasonable and I had no choice but to do that. Like, it was <laughs> like, okay, this is, sis is out here, like making this accessible in so many different ways. And just to put all of the things, all of your experiences out on the table that I find so valuable, even before investing in it, like just the content that you shared on a regular basis on your social platforms, I was screenshotting and like keeping archives in my phone, like, all right, so, okay, I've got to do this, 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 and this. And that's really what kind of like streamlined a structure for me prior to even taking the course. So when I took the course, I was just, I was good. I was like, okay. I see this is all making sense now. Like after hearing you expound on things, like there's no, no doubt and hesitation, like just take it. Yeah. If you want your business to flourish, take it. And there you have it, <laughs> ladies. <and> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, please tell people how they can find you online. Uh, so you can find me, um, I have a website, shakirahunt.com, or you can find me on social um, platforms such as I, Instagram, 
at shakirahunt.creativestudio. And then I'm also on Facebook, but not really on Facebook. I need to be better at that. Um, but I'm also there as well. Shakira Photography Hunt, I think is what it's labeled as. But yeah, find me, connect with me. Um, also connect with Tamara and keep listening to her gems. She's got so much great advice and she's just out here pouring into people. So pour back in. Thank you, Shakira. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Hey guys. So um, I know during the uh, conversation with Shakira, I mentioned that she had a fiance and I misspoke. She did have a fiance at the time of the program and I was I so I, I felt totally guilty uh, for saying that <laughs> however we were chit-chatting after our conversation and she shared something that I felt like is very powerful to to have her speak a little bit more on it because I find as you know women entrepreneurs a lot of us or you know there are some women entrepreneurs that are single or may find themselves in situations where they are no longer coupled and they have to now figure out how to sustain their livelihood um, while building a business. Um, and so Shakira was kind enough to share, you know, what that experience was a little bit, not going into too much detail, but just, you know, since going to the program, going through that that life transition, what that really required from her going forward so that she can continue to do the things that she loves. So Shakira, um, you could just tell me, huh. you know, it was a crazy life transition, mm -hmm. but it, it really forced you to look at your finances during the time of the program so that you learn how to sustain yourself. So what, yeah. what happened? So um, over the last like three to four months, um, as you said so eloquently, um, I had just been in a transition of and within my own personal relationship. And, you know, it's, it's really not easy to kind of talk about these things and to put them on the blast that they are on now. But um, really, it has been the catalyst of forcing me to deep dive into um, my own personal finances that were separate from my, you know, relationship. Um, but that has ended and it has been a really pivotal moment for me because in order to obviously, you know, go through the leasing, you know, um, experiences of proving your income, I had to really show how I can sustain on my own and, and continue to live where I live and, you know, have the lifestyle that I have. Um, and so it, it was a really hard come to grips moment where I had to look through my bank statements and really look through all of the things that I have, all of the projects that I have been participating in and the money that I have been bringing in. And I never really looked at it until this moment. And in finding that going through the, the proving my income through my leasing office, um, you know, I, I was actually pretty good with the level of income I had been bringing in and proved that on average, I was bringing in five to seven grand at the beginning of the summer. And so that's, I mean, we're six months in and the month isn't even in and, and December isn't even over. And I already have also contracted 
and solidified projects to cap the year that will comfortably move me into the new year where I can just have a smooth transition. And all of which, you know, all of these systems that I have been putting in place now are directly reflected from the program that Tamara offered. So, you know, there's a lot of value in going through the different experiences that we have, um, good and bad, because they just shed light on the things, the places that we need to be in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, going through the nitty gritty of ending a relationship, a 10 year relationship has not been easy, um, but it, it forced me to do certain things that I was not really doing at the time. And so it, there's beauty in that. Yeah. I really appreciate you sharing that because I, I think we all have had our own personal mm -hmm. moments, um, especially as women entrepreneurs. I mean, I, I have personally shared you know, on the podcast of, you know, my experience of terminating a pregnancy and how that was, you know, a wake up call for me to be like, you know, this is more than just a hobby. I never treated photography as a hobby, but, but this is the catalyst to be like, I never want to be in a situation like this again, where I have to choose between bringing a life into this world and not because I am not financially making the money that I know right. I should be. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I hope that, you know, hearing this, of course, like we want you to be in the program, but we just want you like whoever is listening to this to feel encouraged to, to say like, you know, if a nine to five is not for you and you want to be a freelancer or you want to be a creative entrepreneur. Yeah. That is, a viable lifestyle for you. It is not something that is out of reach. It is not something right. that isn't attainable. It does require you to make harder decisions and be more decisive and to pay attention to things that maybe you have not before, i.e. your finances and how you, you know, move about the world when it comes to spending money and saving money. Yeah. Um, and so I really hope that, that this encourages you as like your wake-up call to say yes I can do this but I know it's going to be a little bit harder but I have the support I have the yeah. community if I want it yeah um, so thank you so much for absolutely being comfortable and sharing that because I was just like oh my god like we have mm -hmm. all been there you know mm -hmm. we have all been there yeah. in some capacity that has you know inspired us to just like take that next step and take ownership yeah, it's it's interesting that it's there's always I mean there we all have got to hit those points of really low periods and they do nothing but just catalyst cat like they are the catalyst of you moving into something greater. Mm -hmm. You know, something has to die before you can step into something so much greater than where you are. And I truly believe and have harnessed that to a T and have not really sat and sulked about the experience. But have really just kind of like acknowledged that this is going to be a good thing and only good things can come from this. So I think if we can just tap into that understanding, it makes it, it lightens the load a lot. A hundred percent. Yeah. Jakira, thank you so much for adding, for adding that. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you and yeah. you have my number. So if yeah. you ever need the chat, just let me know. Absolutely. And on that note, this wraps up another edition of Real Talk with Tamara. 
Real Talk for Real Women. If you like what you've heard, please share with Reckless Abandon. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss out on the next episode. Until next time, remember to grind with grace and love, peace, and do you, boo.